I'm super happy. Are you happy? Welcome to the BU Find Happy Podcast. Here you'll find tips and tricks to inspire you on your way to happiness, to live a courageous life of authenticity, and learn how to speak your truth with grace. I'm Michaela Johnson, and welcome to our podcast. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. If you are new here, you will find all things fun, hippie, woo-woo, and metaphysical, plus happiness. I just can't tell you enough how much I appreciate you tuning into the show every week, and I try to bring you the most fabulous guests imaginable. If you are craving more happiness after listening to this podcast, check out BUFindHappy.com, where you'll find all sorts of tangible tools, tips, tricks, and resources to incorporate more happiness in your life. Learn to speak your truth with grace and live a courageous life of authenticity. And remember, if you like this podcast, please click subscribe. Good morning, Charlie and Maureen. I'm so excited to have you on the BU Find Happy podcast today. And we're going to talk about all things being a power couple, which sounds super exciting. And you guys have some pretty incredible background to to back up all of the amazing work you're doing. And uh, we also share something similar. I am an insight timer guided meditator as well. So this is really cool. I'm really looking forward to learning more about you guys and um, how you inspire the world with your amazing offerings. Could you tell the listeners a little bit about your backstory, how you got here and, uh, and what all you're doing? Well, I'll, I'll start. Um, The quick answer to that question is that Maureen got me into what I'm doing today which is uh, leading a group of investors who are focused on uh, investing in startup companies in the space of uh, consciousness, spirituality, and mental health. And, um, you know, Maureen got me into the space like 13, 14 years ago by introducing me to the Mind and Life Institute, uh, which had been an organization that had done um, and inspired a lot of research in the area of mindfulness, compassion, et cetera. And that's how I got connected to this space. Um, and I'll let Maureen, who's been in the space a lot longer than I have, talk about how she got into it. So I'm a social uh, scientist who 35 years ago started down the path, I call it my meandering path, um, of curiosity around human development, spirituality, um, social wellness, mental wellness, um, human flourishing, really. And um, I started doing yoga and meditation and spent uh, most of my 20s um, exploring all kinds of modalities and, and quite frankly, finding me. Like, I love the Find You Be Happy. I, I've spent my, you know, since my, my early, like, tw- 20s, um, really committed to finding my authentic self, my divine self, um, and being that in the world. And so I've worked, I've taught at universities, I've worked in healthcare settings, I've worked in corporate settings. Um, I am, I am a teacher. I, I don't like the word teacher, but I'm a guide. A guide. <laughs> yeah. Around spiritual development. And I taught quite a, quite a lot. Um, 
And, you know, really my passion is about embodiment. I think we are energetic beings in physical forms having a human experience. And so I am really about being grounded and in your body and being aware and moving from thought-based knowledge, which is conditioned into us, into experience-based awareness. And, um, and I got involved with His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Richie Davidson, the neuroscientist from Wisconsin where I went to school and brought Charlie into all of this because I really felt, this was probably 15 years ago, you know, that we need to scale. We need applications to help people center, connect to themselves, to the planet, to each other, and really flourish in who they truly are, which means letting go of a lot, a lot of conditioning, a lot of uh, programming, a lot of attachments. (laughs) Maureen, you are singing to my heart. Like literally we are spirit sisters because just literally everything you said could just be my journey in life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just absolutely love it. And, you know, your clients describe you as a force of nature and absolute magic. And I I can can hear it in your voice. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Charlie. (laughs) I'm sure you're cool, too. (laughs) Um, So, listen, one of the things that you mentioned that I just started kind of dancing to is the energetic being part. And, um, you know, you guys say that through Shift It. Um, it's, it's really like this collaborative effort to ignite expanded states of human consciousness. And I am so fascinated by the concepts of human consciousness, especially lately. And, um, I've been finding even in my own life that I am literally like drawing almost like a magnet, these people who are vibrationally on the exact same frequency as I am. Mm -hmm. And it feels so powerful and sometimes intimidating and overwhelming. And so I'd love to just hear more about, you know, what you guys are doing in that work and um, what it embodies as, as the term you like to use there. Well, yeah, this is, this is my passion. So I could speak forever about it, but you know, we are just electromagnetic vibrating, um, electromagnetic vibrating photons. I mean, that's what we are and we're energy and everything is energy and, you know, the earth is energy and everything on it. So, and I'm not saying we don't have physical form because we certainly do. And to operate here, we need to be in that physical form. But really our inspiration, our revelations, our intuition, our innate wisdom and wisdom and intrinsic wholeness comes from that integration of being a physical and energetic and emotional and mental being. And so it's, you know, this whole field of biofield science and subtle energy, which I'm really um, passionate about and engaged in, is about really seeing us humans in physical form as energy. And, you know, quantum physics, quantum mechanics, so much of science and medicine is moving quickly around this. and, And we are learning more and more about this. And I, you know, just to kind of, I want to comment on what you said about the magnetism. You know, in my experience, we have duality, which is black and white, either or. You know, that's what I was born into. It's, it's, um, you know, this competitive right wrong. And then, and then there's, there's another level, which I call paradox, which is, it's a, it's a state of both and. 
it's not either or it's both and and all is and you know we talk about the oneness and this is paradox and then above that or beyond that i don't want to say above beyond that is something i call din- dynamic stillness which is extremely um synergistic and synchronistic and that magnetic force you set an intention you experience what it would be like to be in that intention and it reveals itself and it's drawn to you and so much of our life i mean that's what happened with charlie and i that's how we came together we you know much of our life now today for the past 15 years is really in this dynamic stillness of it's an extremely active state but there is a a stillness and a um ease to it and and we are manifesting um our lives um you know as a couple as parents but as professionals and in our work um with trying to bring to the masses and Charlie can talk more about this um platforms and, and solutions to help people alleviate the inner suffering be happy <laughs> yes selves so and Charlie can say more about that Okay, but before Charlie does that, can I just say mm-hmm. one thing? Um, <laughs> so the comments about the energetic beings in physical forms having human experiences, mm-hmm. I really like that reshift of thought. I really like when we, and I think it empowers people to live life from a different place and not a place mm-hmm. of fear of your physical death or whatever. And also, um, I think that it really starts to allow you to live more intuitively as well, experiencing and realizing like, oh, in this moment, I'm supposed to be having this experience and then using that as a transformative part of your life. So, for example, yesterday I was going to give the first speaker presentation since pre-COVID in person to a large group. I've done the Zooms. I've done all that. It's not the same. And as I'm driving, I uh, had a number of events happen that, um, you know, put me uh, later. I was I was actually on target to be earlier and stopped off since I had extra time. And then I ended up going over this bridge near where we live, um, taking a different road. And this bridge is 700 feet tall. It's a well-known bridge um, in the United States. And uh, wouldn't you know that as I was driving over, there was a jumper. And the sirens were blaring and everybody was, you know, coming over and all of that. And I'm having this entire energetic experience being an emotional part of something that I'm driving by Mm -hmm. as I'm going to give a presentation to a large group of women on not living in fear and et cetera, you know, being happy. Right. And I, I took that moment and I said, okay, I'm supposed to receive this energetically because there's something I need to do with this next. And it felt very empowering while feeling very uh, rattling and suffocating and all of those things. So I think there's a lot to what you're talking about here. And I think that we're really just starting to rip open the kind of pull the veil back, you know, on, Mm -hmm. on the land of Oz and start to see these things. Right. Right. And, and, you know, the veil, I love the fact that you use the word veil because it is about going through the veils. And what happened for me and why I have speak to this now for 35, six years is because I did have a spontaneous mystical experience 35 or six years ago where I really dissolved into, into, I, w- I was willing to die. 
I was willing to let go. I surrendered. I had no attachment. And I dissolved into this space of being energy and being able to see my body, but knowing that wasn't me and had this experience mystical experience with energy and and then I came back into my body I've had many since but I came back into my body in pure static joy and knew that that was it my life has had changed forever because I had this awareness and experience and I know other people have too and so I I know I'm an energetic being and this is just a temporary physical form I'm in I'm here to learn I'm here to experience I'm here to have joy be joy and and every you know like you're saying the synergy the synchronicity everything looking at things differently than in you know a mechanic mechanistic way that that humans are entrained to think um and and as a result of that experience my intuitive abilities my mystical abilities just blew open and i do live a multidimensional life and for most people they have no idea how to Right. (laughs) Listen to that. Um, And it did. I mean, I was confused and it took me several years to find context for what was happening to me. Um, But I I see energy. I I hear energy. I play with energy. I sense energy. I can work with energy. And for people who've not had the experience, it's hard to understand that. Um, But it is just as real as everything else in my life. And and it has it you know it does absolutely um reshift it shifts or reshapes your way of of being and seeing the world and we are joy by the way that's a, that's the big thing like like I when, love it when we when we get rid of everything we're just left with pure joy so i want to um hear from charlie but just just real quick one more thing do you guys do any work in the realm of um, twin flames and soulmates? I'm just curious as a couple, you know, in, in this kind of energetic life. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not a, I'm not a big believer in um, a lot of the new agey kind of things like twin flames or soulmates or lots of that stuff. Because I, <laughs> like, I feel like we're trying to, explain the unknowable and we're trying to put things into categories and boxes Mm. um you know for me like i am like what i would say is like i am unconditional love and i love everyone and everything um so that doesn't mean i could partner with others but i love them so i think when we get to that point of dynamic stillness and unconditional love you can't see things in that way um, it's just not possible. So no, we, we don't <laughs> do any work in that area. Cool. All right. Well, that answers that. Charlie, what, what, what are you thinking in all of this kind of yapping that we're doing over here? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm, you know, <laughs> to, I can continue to just listen. This is a great conversation. <laughs> well, inspire us, Charlie. You've got to, yeah. you've got to have some thoughts yeah. on this. <laughs> Well, I mean, so, you know, so the work that I do is really, I mean, the way, the way I, I, I describe it in our family, in our, in our relationship is Marine is the wisdom. So she's the multidimensional being, uh, out there, you know, bringing, bringing wisdom, bringing questions, bringing inspiration. And then, you know, that I'm the method. I'm the third dimensional, 
being Harvard Business School trained, worked in the corporate world. And, you know, and and then what I'm trying to do is to bring these insights, support teachers, uh, support companies to help transform humanity through investment. Uh, and so how do we bring these concepts into third dimensional uh, companies that are, you know, that, that can distribute uh, information widely around the world globally so that more people can have access to this kind of, you know, to this kind of, kind of conversation can be invited to go deeper themselves, uh, to discover, you know, who they are and how, you know, and, and what is happiness for them. So, uh, I've been doing this work for, for nine years. It's my joy, you know, to support companies and build uh, you know, co-create a new global industry or movement or some term like that uh, around, you know, around what you and Marina have been describing. So and I'm having this huge realization as we're talking that you created Insight Timer. No, I, that's not true. I'm on, okay. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> on the board of the company. Wow. We're investors of the company. Uh, what I, what I, what I've helped to support with that company was a community, uh, that was a completely free community when, and about six million people on it. And then we made an investment because we wanted to support the company's mission to not only help the, the teachers to get their word out, which Inside Timer is really good at, but also to make more money. Uh, so we invested in the company to help them take this free community keep it a free community, but also provide ways for people to engage with teachers so the teachers could make, uh, you know, could make a living uh, off the platform, you know. Um, and so my passion with that company, which I, I could talk about for, mm -hmm. you know, for, uh, you know, for a long time is um, it's a perfect manifestation of how do we create the opportunities for expanded consciousness with a community supported by the world's, you know, leading teachers who are benefiting in, in, you know, in a myriad of ways from being on the platform. But by being on the platform, they're inspiring, you know, now 500,000 people are on that platform every day. Um, and it's a platform that has grown to 18 million without ever spending any marketing dollars. And so that's, to me, that's really that's that's a fun thing to uh, to support. Oh, incredibly phenomenal. And even bigger than that, and how I kind of came to this realization as I was, um, you know, just thinking about the fact that you guys have, you know, brought 100 million people together to globally meditate, um, is that fact, the fact that you guys are creating something through your own power existence as multidimensional beings that is literally elevating the entire consciousness of the universe. I mean, that is, that is just like mind blowing spectacular. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and we, and we have a lot of fun doing it. And, and I'm hopeful. I mean, just to say on another note, I'm hopeful um, that we might, I mean, I, I'm, yeah, I, I have a lot of, um, hope, but I'm hopeful that we can even change the mental health system of eventually. Um, cause I don't think it's serving us that well. And, um, and some of our companies like Happify is another company we invest in. It's, an, it, I love that company. And they started out, you know, just wanting to explore happiness and the science of happiness. And now they're a, 
a health company. It's called Happify Health because they found that um, they've got great user engagement and that some of their their platform and their applications actually help help health conditions. And it's it's become it's not a digital therapeutic. It's a digital. And well, it is, it is a digital, digital therapeutic. therapeutic, but it's also it's basically uh, you know there will be. It'll be approved by the FDA at some point yeah. uh, for to treat certain conditions, and they'll partner with healthcare institutions to do that, and you wow. know, and and doing all this without having to you know, without having to put chemicals in your body. Right, and being able to de- to have some per- what I call personal sovereignty, and and being able to, um, you know, grow and change and and take some responsibility for your health, um. And it's just a very different paradigm. And we didn't think about that going into this, but this is what's evolved. And and we have other companies doing similar things. So for me, it could be a really not just impacting human consciousness, which is what we would like, but also our mental health system. Obviously, you're singing to my heart with, with the mental health world of being a psychotherapist. Um, and what I really think even beyond that is the fact that um, the, there has been now a stripping down of the disconnect between the physical body and the emotional body mm-hmm. and the spirit body. And now people are starting to to draw this realization that this is a unit um, and it's a unit with many layers and so many untapped layers that we haven't even dove into. And I've had a lot of conversations with um, various different scientists about the energy component of thought and Mm -hmm. the healing properties of that. And I do think that for some reason, and I, and I really can't even begin to speculate, we have dumbed ourselves down Mm -hmm. to not realize our power as a sovereign being. I mean, it's, it truly is like unlimited, I think. What do you think about that? Because you talked about, you know, the sovereignty as well. Yeah. And, you know, I call it personal sovereignty, liberation, freedom. You know, again, I, I'm going to go back to, I think, as energetic beings, we can be in physical form and have this human experience and liberate ourselves. So, so we can have heaven on earth to use that to use that term um that we actually have been dumbed down and 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 you know that so much of its conditioning and entrainment you know the patriarchal system which we've been living under for what 5000 years at least about dominance and suppression like all of that is in our bones as i would say um and and we have to liberate ourselves from it and i do believe and and there is more and more scientific evidence that um our thoughts make a difference our narratives make a difference um i don't think it's as quick and easy as we'll just you know do a positive affirmation and everything will change <laughs> i'm not quite there but but we do like you know i know with my kids we have three young adult kids and they'll call and they'll say la 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 and I, and, and i'll say to them what are you, what story are you telling yourself 
And they're like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm telling myself this story, and it's not true. It may have been true year, years ago. It's not true anymore. Okay, stop telling yourself this story. What story do you want to tell? And then they're like, yeah, this is my story. And I'm not saying everything changes magically, but it stops giving that story any power. And it starts – they start to, to envision, I mean, I do this with my clients too, but they start to envision this new story and living in it. And, and so I'm a big, this is embodiment. We're going to go back to embodiment, but this is the big thing for me. If you have an intention, a really clear intention you want to manifest, then you have to live in that intention with gratitude as if it's already happened. And what does it feel like in your body? When people, this, the big one is people, you know, want a partner. I want a partner. I want a partner. Good. I want you to have a partner. So stop thinking about what the partner is going to be like, which is what a lot of people do, and start thinking about how you want to feel when you're in that partnership. Like, how does it feel in your body? What What are you sensing and experiencing? How do you want to be when you're in that partnership? And start being like that. And they'll show up. And for the people who do that, they do show up. <laughs> the people are focused on, well, I want them to be like this and I want this. And it, it doesn't happen. So so that's just a little example of like the energy. It, 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 you know, it we're energy. It's We're putting energy out. We're impacted by the energy coming in. And how do we direct that energy? And how are we embodying that energy? And so that's where thoughts make a big difference. Um what are we telling ourselves? What what beliefs? What how are we approaching this? What's our story? Um, is really important, and so are the emotions, right? Emotions are just waves of energy. Ride them through; they'll be done. You might even get an aha at the end of it. You know, don't don't shut it down. Don't hang on to it. Um, there's usually a gift in our emotions, but we've been so entrained to you know. <laughs> You're absolutely spot on. And this is what I was sharing with the, with the women's group yesterday about, um, you know, there, there is something in the experience, whatever that experience is that you can take with you and use it for your greater good in your own life continuance, you know? And, uh, as you were talking, I was thinking about how, and a lot of the listeners know this at this point, but I'm working on my pilot's license and it has been an almost like instantaneous stripping down of any narrative that I thought I had. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've experienced every single emotion Mm -hmm. on the whole gamut from, you know, the color scale of the rainbow. And it's been incredible. And I wish that's that it was something that was available to more people who might be willing because, um, it just, it just shows you how much we create in our mind about what we can't do or what we're not capable of or what perspective we have on certain things in life. And it's just been utterly life-changing. So um, as you were talking, I was kind of drawing that connection to the literal, uh, the energetic flying is very analogous for the literal (laughs) flying. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And I, I would add to that, that, the key for me, the key to liberation, and you were kind of talking about it, is surrender, right? Mm. And people, and I, you know, I've taught this for a long time, and people intellectually are like, oh yeah, surrender. Like intellectually, like yeah, I get that concept. I'm not talking about that. I am talking about back to embodiment, actually doing it, actually surrendering, letting go, 
of all of it, not being attached to any of it. Like I said, you said it too, like death, letting go, you know, the minute we're born, we're in the death process. So let go and understand we're going to die. So surrender to that, surrender to, you know, whatever's coming up and move through it. And it's just a really hard concept for a lot of people to understand in terms of actually integrating it and acting it out Um, and really saying, all right, I let go. I'm not in charge. I don't have control. I have choice every moment, but I don't have control. And I think that's what you're describing with the flying lessons. It's like you have choice every moment in that experience and you're choosing to really surrender to it and, and ride the waves and learn. I, I, I like literally need to quote everything you just said. <laughs> it's just really beautiful and spectacular. And I, and my, uh, you know, I always get excited by other word slayers. Um, so that I think that, you know, what really resonated with me was you said, uh, the minute we're born, we're dying. So yeah. surrender and live. You know, I, I don't think you said that part, but I added it. But yeah, that was just so beautiful. I really want the listeners to soak that in. Like you have choice every moment in this experience, but surrender to it and allow, like live in the flow on some level. And that's just really spectacular. I, I love that concept. Um, Carolyn Miss, I, I don't know if you're familiar with her, but yeah. she does a, yeah. a tremendous amount of work on the concepts of taking power back versus the idea that we, we have the power within. So stop (laughs) giving it away. (laughs) You don't have to take it back if you never give it away. You know, what do you think about that as, as uh, you know, as it relates to human potential? Oh, absolutely. I I do know her work. Um, You know, she's one of the people in my twenties that I um, met and studied with a little bit. Um, You know, I totally agree. Like we, and and this is this is again a hard concept for people but this is the liberation piece we are powerful beings and we don't we just have to own it we just have to stand in it we just have to be it and it's and it's different for everyone but it's not power over you know so much of the the patriarchal system we're in it's like dominant suppression power over this is not the kind of power i'm talking about i the kind of power i'm talking about is personal power. So again, I say this, people don't like it, but you know, if we're really honest with ourselves in the big picture, we are powerless. Like a meteor could hit the earth tomorrow and we could all be gone. You know, a bomb can drop on us. Like we don't have that kind of control. However, every moment, every moment we have choice and that is our power. So if we're it's it, we choose how we react, we choose how we behave, we choose what we think, we choose how we feel or what we do with our feelings. Um, that's our power. You know, if if someone is coming at me and, you know, yelling at me for some reason, I have the power. My power is the choice to stand there and listen or my choice is to say stop and walk away and say you cannot speak to me like that. Um I think that our power comes from setting really clear and consistent boundaries and and holding ourselves and others accountable and not tolerating, um, you know, dysfunctional or destructive 
ways of being. And, and it's challenging because if you, again, this is the liberation process. If you're raised in a family, which may be a loving, good family, but there's dysfunction in it and you tolerate the dysfunction because you know nothing better, you know nothing else. You go out, grow up and go into the world and you think that that was fine and, and you don't see the dysfunction in it because it's all you know. And so you tolerate it until someone steps up and says, wait a minute, that's not, that's not okay. You know, they weren't raised in a family with that kind of dysfunction. And so they say, that's not okay. You don't have to accept that. And you go, really? <laughs> okay. That's the liberation. We, we, you know, I say to people, we, we tolerate so much and we, we want to get, we want to do enough work so we can manage the unacceptable. And I'm coming from the place of, I want to do enough work so I transcend the unacceptable. <laughs> um, which, you know, is part of our work is trying to help people move beyond the limitations of, of, of the dysfunctional, um, and tolerable ways in which people live. And, and I really think something that you're doing contributes to this process. And I want to learn more about that. Can you share a little bit about the idea of, uh, conscious breathing? Yeah. So for me, um, breath is everything, right? It's life. And so, and with meditation and yoga and Qigong and all of that, um, it's all, it all is rooted in breath. So, you know, some people aren't the best at meditating or they can't meditate. Um, and so just working with your breath can make a huge difference. Just being conscious of your breath. We are unconscious breathers. Dolphins, are, our friends, are conscious breathers. They have to go to the surface to breathe. We are unconscious breathers. So we have breathing patterns that aren't necessarily good for us. And there's more, you know, that we just kind of um, were entrained into. And there's more and more evidence. I, I can't remember the name of the book, but there was a book that came out not too long ago about breath. Um that is a, uh, I think a bestseller. Um, I think it's by a New York times reporter, but I'm sorry, I can't remember, but, um, but breath is everything. And if we can become conscious of our breath and know our breathing patterns, we can change everything. You know, there's, there's, um, ways to breathe to, 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 uh, slow down or to enhance your parasympathetic nervous system. There's ways to breathe to reduce anxiety. There's ways to breathe that can help alter our consciousness. Um, just the simple fact that when we breathe in our nose, we, it's a better way to breathe than through our mouth. Um, and there, you know, there's a lot, we get 18% more nitric oxide. We, I mean, like all of this good stuff that we just don't know about. So, to just become conscious of our breathing can shift people drastically and, and get them more embodied and get them more aware um, and less reactive and less autopilot and less out of body. <laughs> I like what you describe as autopilot because I really see this a lot lately and it's been so challenging for me. Um, because I don't think people are living within their potential. And I know that that's not my journey, but it is challenging to, to see when somebody is held into that autopilot. Mm -hmm. I go here, I do this. 
I exist in this way and then I go here and I do this and I exist in this way and then I go here and I go home and then I do this. And, and it's devastating for me because I know that there is so much possibility and um, where I find the most possibility is in my meditation practice. And I know that for a lot of people, and we've had guests on the podcast that are, you know, helping people find some insight to how to start in that world. But it really, I mean, it seems so overwhelming and intimidating to sit with yourself, but you're not alone. You know, you are so connected with so many other energies that are um, being driven in your highest good. And it's just really a powerful space. And I wish that more people could experience that in times when they're in autopilot. You know what I mean? Like you're sitting at your desk in your cubicle at work and maybe not anymore. Maybe you're in your Zoom or whatever. But um, there's opportunities throughout the day while we're in autopilot even, I think, to tap into that higher self. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Absolutely. And and it could just be um, just by taking five minutes to just breathe consciously because when you do a particular breath technique, you have to focus on the breath and your brain has to stop, you know, ruminating or thinking or if you just come right into the body and you're focused on the but the experience of breath in your body and what I have found is some people are not able to sit with themselves and meditate or do mindfulness um, for many reasons and one of which could be there's you know unprocessed or unconscious trauma and so it's just too uncomfortable but if they just focus on their breath and do like binaural beats or some kind of healing music that that can get them and there is research around binaural beats that that can get them into the meditative state without you know and 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 be able to be there without feeling so uncomfortable are Um, we talking about like megahertz like 432 megahertz type stuff no, binaural beats are specific. Um, I love, by the way, 420, uh, I, the, the love frequency. I listened to that when I walked the dog. But, um, <laughs> I, 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 no, I meant more binaural beats are specific beats in, in music that create sound waves that actually put your brain into a more meditative state, at, you know, activating more alpha waves. And so, you know, there are ways to get to that state, that more relaxed alpha wave state than just through meditation, because it, it can be quite challenging. Um, for, wow, for... I'm not familiar with this. This is this is new to me. Um, and I wonder if I haven't been doing this on some level with um, certain musics that, you know, formations that I listen to, because I have these experiences. I'm, I'm really curious. Um, how, how can people learn more about that concept? Well, binaural beats, they can, you know, I, there are, there's lots of good binaural beats, sound healing stuff on Insight Timer. But I think if they really want to understand how sound can help them shift, I, I would recommend looking up Marconi Union. That's the name of the band, Marconi Union out of the UK. There's a song called Weightless. Um, it's on Spotify, it's on YouTube, it's on all the streaming services, and it was specifically developed by the band to reduce anxiety. It's and called Weightless Song? Weightless. If I just type Weightless? Yeah, type in Weightless by Marconi Union. Marconi Union. Oh, I and found they, it. Okay. And they developed it and they um, to reduce anxiety, and there's an actual study. 
they took that music into pre-op in the hospital to reduce anxiety of pre-op patients. And the result of the research was 65% reduction in anxiety. And not only that, there was improvement in physiological symptoms pre-op. Um, so I have recommended this to people with anxiety um, uh, or people who just want to kind of relax into that state. And they've had great success. I mean, my favorite story was an older woman who hadn't slept through the night in like 70 years or something. And she put it on. She put weightless on auto repeat and she slept through the night for the first time in her life. Or since Oh, she could my gosh. And I'm, I'm saying, like beyond excited to like, I'm going to totally rabbit hole and, and, and <laughs> this as soon as we're done. And I'm this not saying it's incredible. For, yeah. And I'm not saying it's for everybody because there is no one thing that is for everybody, but you know, I think music and we're again, a lot of research is going on around sound healing and music and frequency. And I think there's a lot here that can help us to shift. So we have a we have a studio uh, yoga studio nearby, and he has an incredible sound healing room with a, uh, an enormous amount of instruments, and it actually cured him of Lyme disease. Yeah, I so believe it. <laughs> he does. Oh man, you you lay down in there and you blast off to another planet. Like yeah. it's it's yeah. truly incredible. I mean, you can feel the vibration like in the very depths of your body. It's 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 astounding. Yes. So I'm very intrigued um, of, you know, just the power of sound healing as you're describing. That sounds incredible. Charlie, are you still with us? I am definitely. <laughs> well, and I, and I was going to say, Charlie could even speak to, we've, you know, we've looked at companies that are doing sound healing. Wow. Yeah, yeah we've, we've looked at, we've looked at a lot of companies. Uh, they're, they're doing sound healing in physical places. They're doing it through furniture. Um, they're, chairs. You know, they're embedding into <laughs> wow. beds. It's all energy, right? I mean, it's all energy. Yeah. So we've looked at a lot of, you know, a lot of companies like that. And like Maureen said, you know, it's used on some of our platforms, uh, like Inside Timer. There are multiple, you know, there's a ton of music, um, that, uh, you know, that promotes sound healing. And it, it's, um, so yeah. So I think there's more and more that will be, uh, that will be done in that in that area and more and more people like like mindfulness like nine years ago when when I started on this journey um, of investing and I would say to people that you know we're investing in mindfulness companies they'd look at me like I was you know just a little bit off um, <laughs> and now you know now this is meditation is becoming pretty u ubiquitous so the question is okay so where do we go next uh, what is like, and, and that's where I love to be is like, okay, where are we sort of out on the crazy, you know, realm and let's look at that. So what if sound healing actually can be proven and we take less drugs because we're more relaxed? Mm -hmm. Uh, and what if, you know, then, and then also what if we look and say, okay, so sound, sound healing is a modality. Uh, there are all of these modalities. What if we can get to know a person well enough to say, given what we know about you, we recommend meditation for you. But for you, we recommend, you know, for somebody else, it might be sound healing. For somebody else, it might just be, hey, you know, um, become an artist, you know, spend time creating. I mean, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. this plus this plus this. And, you know, it, it, because there is no one 
there is no one right way. You know, as you're talking, I'm thinking about how when I started my therapeutic journey as a psychotherapist, I, you know, I followed the rules uh, that were laid out by Mm -hmm. the governmental authorities, you know, Mm -hmm. and in 11 years of practice now, like, for example, my last workshop, which was this past weekend, I brought a huge bag of dirt and um, we did, we, I incorporated Oracle cards, music. We, we planted, we did um, meditation together, all of these different modalities on the pots that they planted. They, they did um, mantras and colorful art. And, mm-hmm. and I realized at some point in my journey, like, Hey, no, what feels right intuitively to me in how I show up in this space mm-hmm. and is, is right. It's just right. That's all there is to it. And, and I've incorporated all of these different healings that we're talking about. Um, and I think you're just absolutely right, Charlie. Like it's not one, it's, it's not one solution. It's many. And it's realizing that we, we didn't, we forsake them. Like we, as kids, they, they came natural to us as children. We Mm -hmm. sat outside and imagined in our minds and created things that were not what was structurally in front of us. And we played in the dirt and we colored and we sang and we danced and we did all of these things. And then at some point we're like, nope, that's not for me anymore. And that was just a grave mistake, I think. Yes. Yeah. And, and well, go ahead, <laughs> what I was going to say is when I, when I speak at conferences or something, people will ask me, what's my favorite my mindfulness app? And there, you know, there are thousands. I've looked at, I've looked at hundreds of different companies in that space. And I just consistently say, you know, my favorite me- meditation app is Mother Nature. Like it's a technology that was created for us. And you were, you know, going back <laughs> with kids. Mm-hmm. We were in the sand. We were in the dirt. And for me, you know, there's nothing better than just like, you know, this weekend we just walked together in, mm-hmm. in nature the by, uh, by the, uh, by the beach or on the beach listening to the sounds of nature, which is just waves crashing. Where, where are you guys at? Where are you guys at? Well, are you well, in North, Northern California? No, currently we're in Palm Springs. We spend our winters in Palm Springs, but we, Oh, nice. Yeah. We live in Park city, Utah in the summer. And we just wow. had to go to the beach this weekend because we needed oh. the ocean. But you know, I want to, I want to go back to something you said, which is really important. So I am a licensed psychotherapist, at, you know, 35 years at this. And from the beginning, I was really, this is why I'm saying I want the mental health system changed. From the beginning, I was like, this talk therapy stuff is good in the sense of helping us become more aware and kind of normalizing maybe what we're going through and knowing we're not alone and having a champion for ourselves. But then, then, then there's not much after that. I mean, if we really want to grow and change, we need to use all these different modalities. And I've been trained in a lot of modalities to do these deep dives and to reconnect with ourselves and to find our way. And, and just talk therapy just doesn't do that for me. So I stopped doing traditional talk therapy a long time ago. And like you said, integrate um, a lot of different, um, modalities, you know, I've, I've been trained in EMDR, my latest mm-hmm. is neuro reset therapy, you know, using, um, creativity and nature. And I mean, all of it, um, really invites a person to go deeper 
And to start to reconnect, you know, that's why I don't like the word teacher, because I think it's about remembering, you know, remembering and reconnecting and, you know, finding their way through to their authenticity. Um, and, and that's not really how the mental health system works. So that's what I'd like changed. <laughs> I completely agree. That's why I said earlier when you were singing to my heart. Um, oh, on the note of singing, I was just going to share with the listeners two of my my favorites. Um, Peter Helland has a great album on Apple Music called The Dance of Life. I think you can find it on other channels as well. And also, I absolutely love the Native American flute music too. Mm. Super spectacular. Yeah. As you guys were talking about the ocean, just so meditative, the endless horizon, yeah. the salt air. I mean, really, there's something spectacular about that. And I think, um, you know, for people that live in middle America, you know, any kind of any kind of nature and any kind of water. Um, I recently read a study about how water has memory. And so even just drinking water carries the memory of yeah. where that water has been. I don't know if you if you're familiar with that, but that was pretty spectacular and mind blowing. Yes. Absolutely. I I could go on and on about water, <laughs> but I won't. That I that when I remember when I said I had that first spontaneous mystical experience. Yes. I got a teaching a download about water. So <gasps> like water wow. and like I could but that's another conversation. Wow, I'm, I, I might have, we might have to have that conversation because I just think it's so spectacular and just interesting. I'm, I'm really curious to learn more about, you know, all of it. And even yeah. I've, I've uh, listened to Zach Bush a lot, Dr. Zach Bush, about, you know, yeah. the foods that we eat and the experiences that they've had, um, mm-hmm. plants and likewise. And it's, it's really fascinating. It's truly fascinating. Yeah. Um, so much untapped stuff. But the, the more that I'm in my, best frequency, the more I'm connecting with, like I said earlier, these like-minded frequencies and the possibilities Mm -hmm. are just explosive. Like it's so endless. It really, it really feels like that. Um, I know that we have to come to a close. I just Mm -hmm. want you guys to know that I absolutely adored our time together. Super spectacular. And I'd love for you to share with the listeners how they can learn more about all of the incredible things that you guys are doing in the, in this spiritual and self-help realm. So we, we, our website is shiftit.com, shiftit.com. And that will tell you about us and what we're doing in the world. And there's a link there to the Bridge Builders Collaborative site, which is our, um, the investment piece of the companies we invest in and our partners who invest with us and the work we're trying to do through that. And, um, and also Charlie and I are in the process of, um, I think we're going to do a podcast, the two of us, people have been asking us and we want to just do it to inspire and ignite and bring all of these scientists and entrepreneurs and investors and CEOs to, um, to be interviewed about going deeper. We're going to talk about what it really means to go deeper because it's time. Enough of us are meditating. It's time now to go deeper. So you can, um, on our website, we have a little bit of information about that. We'll probably be launching it sometime this summer. Um, but shiftit.com is the best place to go. And you can find Maureen and her conscious oh. breathing course on Insight Timer. That's true. Ah, oh, so lovely. I when I get a free moment that later this afternoon, I'm I'm gonna take it. Not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, this was so beautiful. Thank you guys so much for coming on the BU Find Happy Podcast. And like always, we'll include all the links in the show notes.
This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. <laughs> For more inspiration, check out our links. Whoa, is that? Bye-bye. Bye-bye.